Oh, I would never talk shit. That's not a, about something that you didn't. Not about something I didn't. That you know were only partially about. informed about. Yeah, I would never do that. That's not. Nobody ever does. That. Nobody ever does that. Welcome to No One Can Know About This, a podcast where we play every Final Fantasy. I'm Jeff Ekman. And I'm Ryan Kazmiski. And here we go, Season 7, Episode 13. Lucky 13. Man, it feels good to be back in these seats. Yeah, we do these episodes in batches, and this is the start of a new batch. Yeah, and of... for the for the meta of this one, we've been away, we haven't recorded in like... Almost a month. Yeah. Because I went on a vacation with my family, and then I came back from that and got COVID, mm -hmm. and then I got the Paxlovid rebound, which extended it even longer. Long story short it's been we had like, like a surprise vacation <laughs> <laughs> yeah where i felt horrible the whole time yeah it was extremely surreal but we're back in the studio and we're feeling mm -hmm. good and we're ready because it's day three it, there's a lot to catch up on that's the thing there i don't even know how to start this episode because yes it's the start of day three which is, I think, the shortest day of gameplay in this whole season. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think this day I just came over for like a quick afternoon or yeah, something. Yeah, and we, we played for a little while. We realized we were too tired or something, and we ended early. But a couple of good episodes before that happens. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's so much to catch up on. There was the, Last episode, we had the banana box thing. Mm. And at the very least, I got to mention that I tried buying a new box from them. And they oh, yeah. It's now illegal for me to own one one of their boxes something happened and they don't ship to california anymore it was literally implemented like weeks after we recorded the last yeah. one and i really wanted another box so now because it's literally like i talked to them a bunch and it can't be done instead of like sending a box to somebody out of state and smuggling it over we're gonna go to like a specialty we're gonna try to find store. a place that will sell more varieties of banana film ourselves Going and getting a bunch of bananas that we know are labeled specific types, taking them home and testing them, and with the knowledge, like we're gonna write on the fucking peel with marker. Yeah, like this is well. We first a before you tell before we can say we're gonna do all that, we got to find a store that has. All of this the is in the of future. bananas, but we're going to look for a store. I don't even want to get into that this episode. We got plenty of season ahead to, to do that stuff. What I do want to talk about, we were sent this Game Fan Magazine from oh, old shit. friend and fan of the show, Skullboy, mm -hmm. who I love that it's in this like classic, you know, first edition style. Yeah, it's, a, it's in like an acid-free comic sleeve. <laughs> yeah. And he says, hey, Jeff and Ryan, by the way, this is Skullboy who did the Haley yeah. meteor design mm -hmm. for our t-shirt and mug, which is maybe my personal favorite. I think it's the best art we have for the show, yeah. So I think you should go out and buy one of those. Yeah, Skullboy Skull Skull is a great artist. Go and check out his work, too. He goes by Better Legends when he's making art. He's on Instagram and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. he, he does a lot of different stuff. Look, you can see... You can see some of it. That's his logo. Yeah. He says, I found this old game fan magazine in my dad's basement when I was recently visiting him. I thought you might enjoy the trip down memory lane and a little perspective on what they were saying about FF9 when it first released. Not to mention all of the extremely of-their-time ads. Also, here's a drawing of a banana to keep the content relevant. Perfect. You know, we were just talking about the bananas. Mm -hmm. And he drew a banana that says, I taste fine. Mm. 
Much love, Skullboy, Marceline, and Sasahedron. So this Game Fan Magazine is what they were saying about FF9 when it came out. Oh man, the back of it says Dino Crisis 2. Oh yeah. They're this bigger, is such a time faster, castle. smarter, and right behind you. Wow. This also talks about Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 Combo Guide. The Sega Epic Shenmue arrives... Oh my god. The force is strong with this one, Star Wars Starfighter First Look, plus Slipheed TLP, Red Dog, Soldier of Fortune, that one I remember, Looney Tunes Space Race, Jet Grind Radio. Video Go game magazines used to be good, They used man. to feel good. You would look around in them. Like... So maybe we should consult Fuck. this from time to time. It even makes me remember, like, video game websites used to be good, too. Like, we don't even have the replacement <laughs> yeah. for this doesn't even exist anymore. Really? Like, so this, is, this microphone is, like, in my way. Yeah. It's really, no, we're really all, hard to We have such this. a stupid setup yeah. for this. <laughs> How do they read things on the air? You gotta, like, put it... You put it down? You need, like, a desk right here. You, you, you need know, a, a top-down like camera. You need we need like an overhead projector so that everybody can see. Snowboarding, ESPN, the game. Should this become a regular segment where we we check with this game fan magazine and see I if we think, find oh, any yeah, treasures for in sure. it? Sure. I mean, we should look at the Final Fantasy IX section because I have been thinking right? we should be doing more segments. Like, like we should, should, there should be segments, and we should have intro themes for those segments. You know, like yeah. where you do a little do 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 sure, do. Sure. I was like, we should be doing like outdated video game news. Like, can you believe what Unity's done? Oh my God! But you can know? you believe what Unity's done? But seriously, but, but it could also be stuff from here. You know, the oh, game well, no, magazine. we should just do a segment where we open the magazine. Yes. Oh shit! What am I looking at? Armored Core Two. What? Yeah. Oh my God, Jeff, folks! Just <laughs> I just hundred percented the new Armored Core yesterday. Mm-hmm. I finished the final final boss in New Game Plus Plus. Got the true ending. Because I'm that cool. I got to go back and get Armored Core 2 now. That game is incredible, by the way. Armored Core 6. I it's, haven't played any so of the other ones. It's so fucking good. It's so fucking good. <laughs> an invitation to Mars isn't an honor. It's a death sentence. So this takes place on Mars. Armored Core cool. 6 takes place on Rubicon. The newest addition to the Armored Core series allows you to go head-to-head in relentless battles using an endless combination of parts. Never before have you been given so many options for configuring your AC unit for non-stop action, especially with graphics that dazzle the the imagination choose between solo missions or versus friends and two-player split screen or linked combat stories new planet new weapons new missions you could say the exact same thing about armored core 6 you really could you know i bet it's good i wonder what it feels like to play because these graphics look you know look fun probably doesn't feel quite as good <laughs> You doubt it's as smooth, but it's mech probably feels at its pretty finest. good. More than 200 customizable parts available, featuring interior equipment and extension packs. Wow, that rocks. Should we look at anything for Final Fantasy VII in this magazine, or I mean nine? Or should I was going to um, say, should we just look at nine right now? The nine stuff. Or should, should that be? We, what, uh, yeah. So what does it say about nine? So this was like the preview. What is there a date on this? This is December of 2000. Yeah, FF nine. Came out in North America in November of 2000. So this was like as it probably was, coming, was coming out. Yeah. And it says like, home sweet home. I feel as if I've spent the past six years on a journey around the world, touring the countryside and living life. I've been to the sunny beaches of Costa del Sol, seen the exotic secrets of the Orient and Wutai, and even experienced the cold clutches of outer space. But after all this adventuring, all these new places, I'm finally returning home. And I can't wait. 
Perhaps it's more accurate for me to say Final Fantasy is returning home to a land of crystals, airships, knights, and dragons. Oh, so it's like Seven Rocked with all of its tech and space and stuff. We've been away from fantasy, and now we're going back to swords. It's refreshing to once again see Moogles and opera houses as opposed to motorcycles and music concerts. Yeah. I prefer my battles fought with swords and sorcery, not machine guns and five-minute summon spells. I think both can exist. Uh, yeah, I mean, Final Fantasy... Like, why, why, why are you pitting... Even back then... <laughs> The, the this, magazine the, everybody's is like arguing fights. Yeah. Like you can't. I'm guilty of it too. Like you can't talk about Final Fantasy without like picking a fight about it. I know. Final Fantasy IX is a triumphant return to the series' medieval setting, a giant welcome back party, if you will, and everyone's invited. <laughs> Parenthetical, even you jaded guys. So join me on this tour <laughs> of Square's finest Final Fantasy on the plate. You know, I'm glad I didn't read this before I played the game when I was a kid. It yeah, it made me mad. I probably would have gone over. Over my head i wouldn't have understood like why they were anyway the it next paragraph is titled like, eight is not enough like, oh uh, what are you saying if you recall we were the only major video game publication in the states to slam final fantasy 8 oh shit our competition went on and on about how it was the best <laughs> rpg of the year the greatest final fantasy ever oh an epic masterpiece on the other hand, I found many things wrong with eight. Yeah, I, this Uninspired is so music, a tedious junctioning system, <laughs> disagreeable characters, an incoherent storyline, and an unappealing, futuristic setting. Apparently, I wasn't the only one who had problems with eight. Many of Square's fans were outraged in Japan. <laughs> Uh, this is so funny. This is good. Which is why 9 is a return to what makes the series popular. Fantasy. Try to put the last game out of your mind. <laughs> Final <laughs> Fantasy 9 will remind you what this series is capable of. Charming characters, lighthearted atmosphere, and well a well-told story and superb gameplay. Man, how many people must have been like, I'm a game fan guy because they... Said the truth about eight, he and then got, there's people who are like, "No, the, I hate, it. I hate game fan." Gushes about the character design. A good design. There's a whole paragraph about how long it took them to translate it. <laughs> yeah, they ex- he's gushing about. He's just like gushing about it. He's just like it's fucking awesome. It's a paragraph titled "Eye Candy." Anyone? Gameplay good. <laughs> Oh, his one criticism is he's bitching about the random encounters. Put yourself and in then a there's, 2000 And then there's mindset. just like this like spread with Let me see. a couple like random pieces of lore. Lore. Yeah, about the Blue Mage and the Dragoon and the Ogopogo. The what now? That was from uh, FF4. Ogopogo was a mm-hmm. boss that we fought towards the end. I don't know why that's... It's also a legendary lake monster or something. This is such a weird choice because it talks about the Blue Mage, the Dragoon, the Cactrot, and Odin in 9. And then goes Ogopogo and has screenshots from 4. And it says this Leviathan-like boss guarded the legendary sword Masamune in FF2 or 4 in Japan. And no, before you get excited, he's not in Final Fantasy 9. But he's so cool I had to mention him in a section of Final Fantasy lore because he's developed a minor cult following. 
Anyone foolish enough to challenge this mighty boss in FF2 most likely died a horrible death at the hands of his double big wave attack. This guy just loves Ogopogo so much that he just took a minute in the middle of this article about Nine to be like, also, like, guys. Who, who's the writer who wrote this? Is it even credited? I don't see a byline on this article, you know? Oh my god, I just want to read this whole magazine. Well, we will. I should start buying old game magazines. Yeah, you should. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. But, you know, only after much leveling up and strategizing could you finally take down this scary serpent, Ogopogo, which is based off of a real-life legendary lake monster. Feeling the need to relive my youth, I dusted off my Final Fantasy II cart, dug up that huge SNES adapter, and turned it on. Turned it off, blew on the cart, and fought my way to Ogopogo. You see, um... He was already nostalgic for blowing on the cartridge at the time where they were working with the CDs. Mm-hmm. He proceeded to beat me into a quivering pile of goo, flatlining three of my five characters while putting the other two in intensive care with a series of brutal magic assaults. However, after casting Life 2 a couple times and discovering that there was a Cure 4 in this game, you must unlearn what you have learned in order to get it. I got back on my feet and smoked this turkey in a 10-minute battle for the ages. (laughs) He is still worthy of these accolades. However, as Ogopogo will always be one of the toughest fights you'll ever experience in a Final Fantasy game. I don't think I knew there was a cure for. But yeah, there's uh, this is the game fan Man, magazine. This I wish magazines rocks. were still big. Oh, yeah, the Shenmue be so feature. Fun to work for a magazine. Time splitters. It is funny though that like I loved reading that. that they like, patted they themselves were like, on they the were back. Like, they were like, this game sucks. We thought it. We what were, are you and we got about? all this shit for it. You guys, but are we're idiots. right. I gotta get some water. Dead or alive too. Oh shit. First boob physics. Yeah, I was gonna say, you can tell that she has boob physics. Have you ever heard of Voodoo Extreme? Well, it's got 24-hour, 360-degree polygon dunking, piping hot PC gaming news with attitude. Wait, what? I said, it's 24-hour, 360-degree polygon dunking, piping hot PC gaming news with attitude. It's like a website? I don't... Yeah, voodooextreme.com. Should I look it up? Yeah. Voodooextreme.com. You're having the leftover bacon for breakfast? Yeah, I didn't finish my bacon. This links to IGN. <laughs> if you go oh, to voodooextreme.com, it immediately if they redirects to IGN. Were bought by IGN? They, I, they or almost IGN, definitely. Or if they became IGN. I got to think that they were bought by IGN. They filed for bankruptcy in 2002 dude this ad for time splitters which is a first person shooter is so funny it's a real photo of swimmers in a swimming lane but the winner of the swimming competition is death himself and it says death has never been faster (laughs) and it's a grim reaper in a fucking swimming pool with his hand in the air because he won they should do Mad Men, but for for '90s gaming, dude. I I think that that's an idea. I think that a we lot really, of people have said that. I don't even think that's my idea. I think we. I, I think know we've I, mentioned it before because it's a good idea. I think it's come up before. I think it's been tweeted. I think something. It's like magic. I just can't stop touching it. It's amazing. Oh my god, it's too good. Thank you, Skullboy. Yeah, here's the problem. We've now done this beefy opening. And now, like, half of this episode is breakfast. Like, most of this isn't even gameplay that we're about to get to. Oh, that's really not usually how we like to balance things. No, it's not. 
Welcome to the Nothing Zone. This um, is really becoming a podcast about nothing. Today. Well, the last two episodes were full of lore and story. We went to Gizmaluk's Grotto. We did the dungeon. We went to Burmesha. We saw Queen Brawny, Kuja. We met. He flew away on a white dragon. We got Beatrix. We'll in just play try to be as off break. topic as possible. I have, got, a, I have a lot. We have a lot to say to each other anyway. Yeah, that's we the thing is like we haven't hung out in like a month. So. It's only been like a, a couple weeks, like three. Yeah, but we also were like working online, remote. We did. We were doing. We were doing we didn't remote. Talk. You're yeah, right. You but know. I'm just saying we're we're giddy to chill. And yeah. Chat. But let's go back to day three. We were starting day three. I've been playing Starfield. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Let's go to day three. Let's go to day three. <laughs> Would you like me to get started on breakfast? That would be awesome. That one's going. Oh, we're doing it, Haley. Cooking it up, getting the Elgato going. Day three. So while I'm getting everything set up, you start chopping up some mushrooms and peppers. Mm -hmm. I'm excited to see what you're making today. Yeah. I'm going to update this controller. Go for it. Why not? Hitting record. And now, all... Hey, wait, bring your mic in here. Okay. Haley. Come on, Haley. This is what is called a sync point. This is the modern way to do sync. Haley, come over here. Get in the middle so we can see you. We're syncing you. Look at us. We're syncing everything. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> it's so abrasive. All right, we're up and running. That's what you all want to hear. You got any basil out in the garden? I do have basil out in the garden. You should go get some. We'll get some. Yeah. This seems pretty good. Come on, Haley. Here's the basil. Tight. I also picked this. What is it? Oh, a pepper? Mm-hmm. Mm, let's do it. I have other ones too, if that's... Nah, this is more than enough for what I have planned. Excited to see what is... I'm just uh, gonna make an omelet. Nice. Oh, let's get some toast going soon. Mm-hmm. Because it takes fucking forever. Wow, that smells really fucking good. You're probably just smelling the basil I cut. I'm smelling the garlic right now. Oh, okay. Like, just cutting the basil smells so good. Yeah. No, I'm getting garlic. Oh, shit, what am I doing? Man, you were almost putting the eggshells in the disposal. Yeah, I, I was doing it by instinct. We once clogged Jeff's disposal. The, like, whatever I have irreparably. right here, it was such a problem. My whole life, I've been using disposals, and I, they've always handled eggshells fine. I still fine. do, do and the eggshells And there is a, a myth. I've, I've read a lot online about this, and there is a myth that you can clean it with eggshells or something. You're I, supposed my, to do I it. I grew up being told that for sure. It's my a pure lie. Tell me that. And most most things just the cannot shit yeah. out of your garbage disposal. <laughs> cannot handle eggshells like that. I am just so baffled by so, this, though. It took so. Is, it took do you like, think that was like one of the first like evil memes? Do you think somebody started spreading I that around no, it's to gotta break be garbage disposals to, to fuck with people? Like you know how because it's like a common people misconception. used to post like grow your own cool crystals and then they would like tell you how to make mustard gas. Yeah, so yeah, like, no, like yourself. that kind of a thing. Yeah, no, but or like ammonia gas. Yeah, like a much less harmful yeah, version of but, that. But this just was a habit that took us like eight months or more to break. 
to throw the eggshells in the garbage instead of the sink. We kept fishing them out at the last it's minute. It's so inconvenient, And then you got your man. hands down in the fucking disposal. And I got to think it's, it's just old pipes here because to... I've I've been using it my whole life. I've been but, putting them down there and it's never been a problem. But the thing is, is I think it's your disposal itself. It's like the fibers the from the, the like membrane inside of the shell <laughs> like wraps up like a cord around the... Whatever it was, I felt like an idiot when I called up my landlord. The plumber said, did you put eggshells in here? And I'm like, well... Yeah, and as he's like starts pulling it out, I'm like frantically googling on my phone, like it's fine to put eggshells in the fucking disposal, right? And just coming up with like no, no, never do that, never do that. And I'm like, God damn it! And the guy like shows me all this fucked up eggshell that was in the pipe. When you told me that, I felt like it was like like in the Shining girls when something gets changed yeah. or whatever, you know, and it's like suddenly like yeah. like you work somewhere else now. Yeah, and, just, and everybody's like, you've always worked. Here. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, I was like, no way. What are you talking about? Man, for people who haven't seen Shining Girls starring Elizabeth Moss on Apple TV, it's like the best show that it's they've great. ever made. It's so fucking good. <laughs> so this game has gotten its hooks in you? I mean, all day yesterday, I was just kind of thinking about grinding... <laughs> and the pace of it. And I was sort of realizing, like, because there was, like, no grinding or open play at all, and then they kind of let you out into a big area. It was fairly clear that, like, there's a lot of stuff you can do right now, right here, if you want. Like, there's you weapons can, you definitely couldn't afford. You can afford. go grind to get all of the synthesis things done. You can mm -hmm. learn all the abilities. You can catch all these frogs. Mm -hmm. Dude, have you seen this tweet that's going around that's like, this has got to be the worst TV theme song I've ever heard in my life? No. I gotta find this. Is thing. it you just gotta, like a list of amazing this. theme songs? No, it's just this one from this one show. <laughs> oh, with more baffling musical choices within thirty seconds than you would ever be able to appreciate. Lay it on me. This will take me a minute. And yeah, I was just really enjoying that. Just enjoying that pacing yesterday. I found it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. This is the theme what era is this from? Seventies. This is Maggie Briggs. This is Suzanne Plachette plays Maggie Briggs. This is really weird. Yeah, that's. I've been grooving to it in my no head all day. Way. Yeah, I was enjoying grinding too. I feel like this game does immediately seem grindier than others, but like they've added so many layers where while you're grinding in between levels, you learn abilities. There's <laughs> like a hook at the end. That's Maggie Briggs. Okay. It's the worst TV theme song that person's ever heard. Deglazing. I don't know if that's actually what I just did. It's funny. I'm mildly annoyed by some of the characters, but I feel like it's the game's intention for them to be, you know, annoying. Like Vivi is a little 
Well, who knows what Vivi's deal is at this point. <laughs> yeah, we like, just have no clue what... Steiner is a fucking idiot. Steiner is a dumbass. But in a way that seems, like, intentional exactly. and not, Exactly, he's like, written that way. It's not, yeah. it's not, like, confusing of, like, how is he this dumb? Exactly. You know, it's not like, like that. Like, he's, he doesn't seem like he's a part of the world level yeah, of dumb. Yeah. Down to two eggs left? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's good to know. I used one fewer than I was originally going to so that we can actually make a whole breakfast out of two, you know. One egg is so worthless. I know. I, I try not to ever leave just one egg. One egg, as the French famously, the French are wrong, okay, in the in the famous joke. I don't know what you're talking about. I, I've, I'm I, trying uh, not to <laughs> say the really famous stupid joke. Enough? One egg is enough. Oh, okay, I gotcha. I, I, yeah, I was like so confused. The, the, but but the now French were wrong. You're right. I, I've heard that. That makes, that's a, you know. It's in fact, not even an if. Well, I fucked up the roll again, but this is gonna be great. <laughs> I'm excited. Oh, I forgot cheese. Oh well. Oh well. Oh shit. It doesn't look like it needs it. I mean, it would be delicious, but it'll be good regardless. Do you want to eat outside or in? I'll just eat right here. I mean, yeah. it's gonna take me literally a You're minute. Wolf it down. I'm gonna just, yeah, mm -hmm. consume it so quickly. For the grape jelly. <laughs> you guys are gonna be amazed at how quickly this guy can eat an egg. Dude, I've been watching this beard food guy I was telling you about last time. He's really good. Really good at what he does. So we sit down at the kitchen table and wolf down our breakfasts. <laughs> I must have whistled this all the time as a kid, because I know how to whistle it. I usually don't whistle. It's funny to think about like a fourth grade you walking around with this, you know, this the spring in your step like to this music. Eighth and ninth grade. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Oh. Fuck, I was going to put the basil on top. <laughs> what a fuck. <laughs> Forgot the cheese. I think we threw it away. You threw away the basil? Oh. You, the... No, that was just the end of the... No, it was on the cutting board. Oh. See, in this morning we were really... I thought we had been all synergistic and I was trying to like clean behind you as mm -hmm. you went. And I wound up just throwing away a bunch of basil that you were planning to use. <laughs> I thought you were done with it and I was like cleaning the cutting board. That's my bad. That's all right. I threw away the basil. The mushrooms are perfect. Yeah, they're really good. I thought I was doing a good thing cleaning behind you. You were. You were just too ahead of the game. This is like the best fucking hot sauce. I know, I could just drink a whole bottle of it. Like as soon as I start eating it, I'm like, why isn't there more food to put this on? The flavor on it is just so good. El Yucateca Green, everybody. It doesn't just add like a heat, it adds like a flavor you want. And like an extremely deep flavor. You know, Tabasco I feel like is on like a really tangy vinegary note that mm -hmm. is just like kind of like with some heat mm-hmm it's got its use oh my god i'm already feeling so much better oh man yeah i feel way better we gotta not wait for hours to eat but we were I like, feel like i do this to myself more and more as i get older you know it would go great with that is a tootsie roll <laughs> i was gonna say are you gonna start making mistakes is this a mistake your stomach will tell us later i mean how hard could a nearly solid block of sugar be on my stomach? 
As you had mentioned in a previous episode, it was recently Halloween, and I had gotten no trick-or-treaters. All so of that just candy, candy lasted for so long. What are these even? I mean, these were healthy these? ingredients in the eggs. Chocolate taffy. <laughs> Nothing like a post-breakfast Snickers. So as we were shooting the shit about candy and stuff, we got on the subject of weed restaurants, which could- is a thing here in L.A., well, and we had seen, like, a YouTube video about an old lady who, like, cooks Infuses weed into food for people. Weed anyway, into her food. We and had very charged thoughts. We, yeah, we, we got onto a on, real tangent On the here. viability of marijuana restaurants and how all of them are positioning themselves incorrectly. Yeah, they, they're getting it all wrong. In the market, yeah. It's just not an appealing product, but it could be. It, if... They implemented our ideas. Like, I feel like if I were opening a restaurant that was going to have weed in it, I wouldn't be like, oh, all of our dishes are infused with cannabis and it's a great, like... No, you would be, I would like, be like, you get here an hour early and with coffee you have, like, an edible. You, you have a little edible and maybe a joint yeah. and that... Yeah. And, there, and, and like, then, you would build an experience and that you, you would... Yeah. And then it would be like who's ready for donuts? Like that like but that's like a moment that comes. Come pay for this would suck so bad, dude, and you'd have to like deal with them all. I like how you and I are imagining that the ideal restaurant experience is like 4 hours long oh, it's and your it whole and has evening. like a prelude to it. It's a, it's more than <laughs> dinner and a show. It would be so expensive to do this. Like, it would cost so much. You know what's funny is what I'm talking about is just how you do it at home. I know, I know. Except now somebody's like, now somebody's like doing it it. for you. Yeah, (laughs) like. It could be, it could work though. It could work because there's a communal element. There's like, you know, the things that, uh, Haley, are you over here? Yeah, the undeniable draw of the communal element. You know how when you're really stoned, you just want to like interact with strangers Yeah, I don't know why we're so confident about this. Current me would never want to go do this. This sounds like a hassle. It would be like a nice evening out, you know? Yeah, exactly. You gotta have magicians. That would make it all worth it. Yeah. There's people walking around, not just magicians, all manner of uh, low-rent party entertainers. Clowns. (laughs) Clowns. Mimes. Jugglers. Whoever's around. That guy in the dirty Spider-Man costume on Hollywood. Guys from Hollywood Boulevard. Every hour you just kick him through and go like, walk through the place. (laughs) He does a rap. 20 bucks. (laughs) (laughs) He just like... An atmosphere of completely chill chaos. And, like, I feel like when they're smoking the joint or eating the edible or whatever, having coffee before dinner in the parlor. Mm-hmm. No, no, I think there needs to be a multiple room experience. It needs to completely change vibes every room. Like, yeah. you need to walk from the parlor into, like, a... You know, thing that... Like, our idea of a restaurant doesn't even involve food. We haven't said anything about courses or what you eat here. Well, the food is going to be, like, a toasted PB&J, you know? Oh, like like okay. Uh, <laughs> like, Rice Krispie like Treats. Like, snacks. just stuff that... <laughs> yeah, like, really exactly. good snacks. You know? Some cinnamon toast crumbs. I think they gotta have like peanut butter and Greek yogurt sandwich with cereal and marshmallows in it. <laughs> exactly. You get to choose the cereal. Things should be overwhelming yeah. sometimes. And, and then become calm. Yeah. Like, like you should walk from the parlor into a hallway where all the a lights hallway that are, where are like just, really loud. Yeah, and there's also they're like and it's just like bright as fuck. I was thinking it's more like <laughs> it's a jungle hallway with filled with animatronics. 
that are all like like turning and looking at you. It's like, oh, we gotta pass through this kitchen, but it's not really a kitchen. It's like a bright sort of industrial work hallway with the mm -hmm. lights and there's people just like running in between you with plates of hot shit. And you, you're like, it's extremely stressful. And then mm -hmm. you walk into like the nicest room ever. <laughs> you sit on a very comfortable couch. Yeah. In the middle, there should be a room that when you walk into it, it looks like you've walked out into the front of the building, like you're out on the street now. <laughs> and there's a valet who will take your keys, but he's not really a valet. He'll just disappear. And well, then... he'll, he'll bring your car around, but it'll be like <laughs> he'll full bring of your, your, your meal. <laughs> like, your meal will be like, in, and, and your meal, you're going to eat in your, your car. Your meal is you're in gonna the car. You're going to eat in your car. <laughs> The magician, like the main course. The magician served. brings the car to the fake outside. Exactly, in the and you. At the end of this, all the walls fall away, yeah. and you're on a fucking. You've been game on TV show. the whole time. But no, I was gonna say when you're doing the coffee, you should be filling out a card. That's what you want to eat. And there should be a yeah. checkbox on it that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. And if you check it. They're gonna disregard what you ordered and just yes. bring you whatever yeah. and never explain why. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. Some some of the menu was written backward. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there should be some way you can get separated from your party. I think you would have to put hot pockets on the menu. Too. <laughs> <laughs> and like you can't figure out how to find it. <laughs> In order to eat the next course, you have to make it through this maze that's in the dark. <laughs> There's three exits, two and two, so you can find a different way out. And if you go into a different room, a different story plays out, and you're not going to have dinner with your friend tonight. You're now with a different room, <laughs> and like, yeah. the host is like, I'm sorry, we can't go back. Yeah, and <laughs> there's no safe coming in this world. And then oh, your friend is in another. That would be so good. <laughs> uh, just watching people lose their minds as they're like, I just tried to eat dinner with my friends. <laughs> no, your friend is on another path now. Weirder and They're on another path now. This is the nature of the <laughs> But, you know, maybe you'll come back together in some kind oh, of don't be dessert finale. I'm sure you've been through worse things than this. <laughs> <laughs> I paid $500. So we finish up joking about that mm -hmm. and start making our way to the couch for real. It's time to play on day three. Well, barring some unforeseen event, probably gonna go for a long time today. Probably. Thus starts a long play session. As I said, this is the shortest day of the entire season. <laughs> yeah, that's really aspirational of like, you. Like, very soon we realize, like, let's not do this <laughs> all day. <laughs> I think we were just burnt out. But where we left off, we had met Kuja. Mm -hmm. We had gotten our asses kicked by Beatrix. We had seen Queen Brawny in Burmesia. She mm -hmm. wants to kill the Burmesian king. We cut back over to Dagger and Steiner, who are at, like, the top of the Gondola Mountain. Mm -hmm. And we had been looking for a save Moogle because there was a ton of new stuff and people to talk to, but we weren't ready oh, to engage with that We needed to yet. end the day because yeah. our cameras had died. So that's where we are. So we're Dagger right now. Mm-hmm. Southgate serves as a gate to the airships. Yeah, she just made it back to Alexandria with Steiner. Right, and we ran to this Moogle, so there's, like, stuff to explore, I think. Yeah, yeah, our cameras had died, and we were like, ah, oh, yeah, fuck. Yeah. 
<laughs> Gate's broken right now and airships can't pass through. I can't believe I'm stuck here working in the middle of nowhere. Get your supplies together before you cross the border. Uh, Ooh, air racket. So there's a weapons store here. Mm -hmm. And I believe the rackets, as opposed to the rods, like, throw magic energy. They're, like, long-range weapons. Do you think that she, like, tosses up a little ball of magic energy and, like, serves it? Like I it's wish. I mean, the motion match. is kind of like that. Like, she goes, like, funk with Yeah, it's the more thing. like a like lacrosse, lacrosse stick. Yeah. stick than a tennis racket. Yeah. But they call them rackets. Are we going to meet a tennis player? That's for her. Oh, okay. Does she use rackets? It's, a, it's like a rod. It's just called the air racket. You know, they all have to. Have, they all have names. I think, though, I saw in the guide that there are many types of racket. Well, maybe she uses a rod. Maybe thing. she uses rackets. Maybe it's not a rod. Maybe she's literally using rackets. But the mithril rod is better. Oh, we should probably get both of these though. Okay. Should I get one of these? Yes. Let's get him some mithril gloves. Too. In case they have a, no, they have an ability that's good, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. I also am hopeful that we'll run into a synthesis shop soon and all of our extra shit will be useful. So Dagger and Steiner are at this sort of like gondola platform and they're in this general area that looks like it's a bunch of like tables for eating and waiting and chilling and there's like a ticket guy, information guy. Dagger walks up to him. The car to Alexandria will be arriving shortly. What was that? The car to Lindblom just departed. I missed my ride. That voice sounds familiar. That's... It's Tantalus. It's Tantalus. Yeah, from nearby, Dagger hears the voices of Cinna and Marcus. Mm -hmm. She runs upstairs and the two of them are standing by the gondola going, I missed my ride. I missed my ride. What am I going to do now? How the heck should I know? You were the one who wanted to watch the scenery while eating Southgate butt cake. I'm gonna be late returning to Lindblom. There's nothing we can do, I won't tell the boss. Thanks, buddy. Dude, you could already make, like, a whole cookbook out of the number of foods they've invented in this world. Well... It's great. Maybe we should make a butt cake. I wonder what makes this cake special. Let's eat another butt cake. Jeez. So yeah, they missed their train because Cinna was too busy eating bunt cake. Special Southgate bunt cake. Southgate bunt cake. Sounds like a dance move. <laughs> Dagger walks back over to like the plaza you mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. And Steiner's confronting Cinna and Marcus. Are you here to kidnap okay. <laughs> the princess again? Who's this big tin man? What? How dare you? He's the captain of the Knights of Pluto. Oh yeah, you're one bad actor. Have you no respect? You're Marcus, right? What are you doing here? Princess, what are you doing here? <laughs> hey, check it out, it's the princess. <laughs> when we escape from evil forest. Princess, you shouldn't waste your breath on the criminals. I go over and talk to Cinna. <laughs> he says the same thing when we escape from evil forest. Princess, you blah blah blah. Well, I'm not gonna talk to you, Steiner. Why not? Yeah, because I, he's an asshole. He's just naive, man. Princess! Steiner, that's enough. What? Come on, <coughs> talk to my friends. Friends? But they're... Adelbert Steiner. Yes, print man. He's being scolded. <laughs> How embarrassing. The cable car to Alexandria has arrived. It's here. But you're going to Lindblom. I know that, but you're going to Alexandria. So a train pulls up. I guess Marcus is headed to Trino in Alexandria, and mm -hmm. Cinna is going to wait for another one and go to Lindblom. I guess they're on a quest to find some way to save Blank still. I that's think what that's they're what both they're doing. be eventually Yeah, doing. that's what they're both... Uh, they, they have different assignments, I guess. Blank's still in the forest. Yeah, I'm headed to Trino. I'll see you off. 
Marcus is going to Trino too. Let's go, Steiner. Steiner, are you mad at me? No, ma'am. I'm coming along. Good luck. Yeah, I'll save our bro. Our train is here. We say goodbye to Cinna. Marcus mentions, I'm going to save our bro. Mm -hmm. Talking about blank. Bro. Could that be short for... For Brosif. For Brosif. <laughs> <laughs> say, why is Marcus going to Trino? Are you going to Trino too? Marcus has got a deal in Trino. Deal? Is that anything like a deal arena? Yeah. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> <laughs> you better get on the car. Princess, let us go inside. We'll be departing shortly. Now departing. Why are you going to Trina, Marcus? To save our brother. Who? There's only one man I call bro, and that's blank. <laughs> what? <laughs> He's like, we're actually brothers. We've like, been gathering info to cure his petrification. We finally learned about an item called Super Soft. Not square soft. Hmm. We have to use the squared soft, which is, is the super soft, that cures all forms of petrification. What about Cena? Cena's going to the Tantalus hideout in Lindblom to tell the others. I see. It's my turn for questions. Yes? Where's Zidane? We separated in Lindblom. Got rid of him as soon as he got you to Lindblom, huh? How could you say that? It's only because Zidane kept treating me like a child. Yeah, I mean, she totally ditched Zidane. Mm -hmm. She drugged him and ran away. Yeah, but now we see she has, like, some conflicting feelings. Yeah, she wished like, she no, hadn't, you know. I, I only did that because he was being such a yeah. dick. I don't care about him. Fine, but I don't know anything. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shit. Say, Marcus, is there any way I can help? Help with what? Well, I was partly responsible for what happened, so... No thanks, we'll be fine on our own. But wouldn't it be better if... What was that? Might be engine trouble. Please remain in your seats while I check. The cable car stops with a kathunk, and the conductor runs in screaming. I thought it worked. Ah! Ah! Oh shit. It's a demon. <laughs> it's a demon with a pointy hat. Oh, oh boy, is it Black Omen number four? Yeah. Or Black Mark? Black... Waltz. Waltz. What's going on? Did it get hit by the train? <laughs> <laughs> it's stumbling off the tracks like, oh, fuck. Yeah, this is so funny. Dagger, Steiner, and Marcus run out of the train car, and stumbling out from in front of the stopped train car is a black waltz. Number like, three. Oh, he's still on his oh, mission like, after fuck. us. <laughs> Got hit by a train. Maybe he was trying to suplex it. Could be. Maybe that's the joke. Mission... Retrieve Princess Alive. I can't remember what kind of voice we were doing for number three. Isn't that the one we saw on the cargo ship? Monster, I'll finish you off this time. Wait, tell me something. Why do you want to capture me? Princess, it's too dangerous. Please stand back. Mission. Retrieve Princess Alive. Ooh, it's no use. It doesn't understand. Eliminate all. So the Black Waltz attacks. Yeah, and in the combat screen for this fight, you can see the train car rendered in the background. It's pretty cool. Whoa. Is that going to be a part of this fight? That well, that's background? like the train. Yeah, that's the train. Very cool. Wait, who can steal? Marcus can steal, because he's also a thief. He's a thiefy. Gosh. Mm -hmm. Wait, her attack really is a waste. Yeah, to cast protect or something. Yeah. 
There you go. These things sure are ineffective. Yeah, they suck. These robot things. I mean, this guy got hit by a train and then tried to fight us. <laughs> yeah, I, like I said, like they're not doing a very Why? good job. <laughs> Why? <laughs> what did he want from me? Princess. God, he says that a lot. Burmese was attacked by an army of black mage soldiers. I know. Those mages wiped out the people of Burmese. Who would do such a thing? You dumb fuck. Are you serious? How ignorant can you be? What do you mean? Stop it, Steiner. I know who did it. Who could it be? I don't understand. Like, he's being an idiot and people are telling him he's an idiot. It's like they're real characters who are all interacting with points of view. It feels like just fresh water. <laughs> We're almost to Alexandria. I must go to the castle and see my mother. She'll listen to me. No, she won't. You idiot. Princess, seriously, is nobody gonna tell me? Who the fuck is responsible? Back on the cable car, Marcus and Dagger have a private conversation. I think we're almost there. So you already heard about the attack on Bermisha? Of course. I'm not like Steiner. You've changed. You mean the way I talk? Not just that. Well, a lot has happened. Oh, speaking of which... I've been through tons of battles. I'm a seasoned pro now. What are you talking about? We need to find Supersoft to save Blank, right? You're gonna come along even if I refuse, right? Of course I am. This is so exciting. I've always wanted to see the marvelous architecture of Trino. I can hardly wait. On second thought, she hasn't changed that much. Dagger decides she's gonna help out with the Supersoft mission. Which I guess it must be on her way or something, but it is a little confusing. She's like, I must get to my mother at once to stop this war that's like killing more people by the minute. But also, but also, let me help I've you always out. wanted to see the architecture of Trino. <laughs> it's a little incongruous, but I kind of get it. What the they're way trying they to do. play it as it goes, it doesn't rub too bad because it's like she needed to get to Trino to meet someone to talk to anyway. Right. right. Is that but plays really, later. she's like she should be just headed I home. Feel, that's how it feels. It feels like a weird shift in priority. Uh, good old dagger. Does he know that she goes by dagger now? I don't know. Take care. The road splits up ahead. Go right to reach Trino and left to reach Dali. Should we go straight to Trino? Uh, oh, I don't care which one we go to first. So we finished the cable car ride, get off, mm -hmm. and we're going to decide where we're going to head to next. And right next to the cable cars, Dagger can read a plaque that explains what the meaning of these cable cars are to Alexandria and Lindblom. No amount of hardship can tear our two countries apart. 11th Regent of Lindblom, Sid VIII. The Burkmia <laughs> cable cars were built to commemorate the 20th anniversary of friendship between Lindblom and Alexandria. What kind of idiot is like, and these cable cars shall last for hundreds of years to commit like well, this? And no <laughs> amount of hardship can tear our two countries <laughs> apart. We will never be at war with and one nothing, another. Not even a bad storm will destroy these cable cars. We will be forever. Our friendship is as permanent as these cable cars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like. It is a nice crossroad. Yeah, but I bet there's monsters if I walk around too much. So this is the way to Dolly. Then we walk up to a gate that looks pretty familiar. We've been here before, mm -hmm. on the other side of it. Wait, isn't there- Did we walk up on the other side of this we gate? We did, we did. We totally yeah. did. Isn't there a town or like a place that Dolly Parton owns called like Dollyville or something? Or Dolly's World, Dolly World? Um, 
Dollywood? Dollywood? I think maybe it's Dollywood. Dollywood? Yeah, I think it's Dollywood. Anyway, the village, the Dolly, Dollywood is beyond this gate. <laughs> you gotta go to the other gate if you wanna go to Trino. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, no, Shit. awesome, no, this is good, this is fine. Okay, okay. I think you just linked us to an old place. Shortcut porn. Yeah, you just shortcut the cut of the world map. Yeah, we have the gate pass, so they opened the gate for us. Yeah. I think we got this at Southgate when that guard was like, wait, wait, Probably. here's the gate pass. But more importantly, this connects you back to the, an old part of the world mm -hmm. map that you don't have to go to right now. Yeah, because we're going to go to Trino. Mm -hmm. We get out no, of here, I want to close the gate. Wait, don't, wait, you have a gate pass though, you're cool. Yeah, I can you're open chilling. the gate whenever I want. See, I have a gate pass. Go through it. Wee. Yeah. And we're over here. And we've been here before. We came over and looked at this. Go find Dolly. Since we've been there before, let's see if there's new stuff. Yeah, okay. So instead of heading straight to Trino, we stopped to go back to the town of Dolly, where mm -hmm. Vivi was partly kidnapped. See what's going on. Marcus has been protected. And he stole an orc. Well, that was an easy spider. Yeah, this was like one of the first areas we were in. Yeah, it's this place. Right. And the markings are for a helipad? Yeah, it's like for airships to land on. Feels like it's been spread since I last visited. Sweet. It wasn't that long ago that we were here. Yeah, it doesn't feel like very long at all. And also, you have terrible memories of this place. Like, it went bad. Bad things happened. I wouldn't come back. I don't know what we're doing here. Oh, the sleeping guy's not here. Mm -hmm. Oh, there he is. Is he making the bed? That's one of the kids. Not no scooter. I'm sitting in for my dad. It's 100 gil per night. A dagger for dagger. Nothing good. We're gonna be rich. Thanks, Queen Branny. I'm the mayor of this village. Who are you? I'm busy. Get out. Oh, he's still fucking doing this, and we can't come in here. Hmm. Yeah, we still can't go in the mayor's house here in Dolly. I know. The thing that sucks is I think if we had remembered to come back here in the next part, right. we would have been able to. And I don't to. think we do. Yeah. I can hear Chocobo like that. Our Chocobo works really hard. I wish they'd let him out in the sun sometimes, though. Yeah, you yeah. kids live in hell. Whoa. Hey, you're a cutie. We run into some guy named Yaff, who's... <laughs> he was guarding the way down to the underground area, mm -hmm. and he's explaining that he cannot move. Want to go with me to an observatory nearby? The view is wonderful. That's what I want to say, but I can't leave my post. Somebody snuck in during my shift. The mayor was furious. <laughs> Sounds just like me. I've changed. I used to feel so embarrassed when he would talk like that. Who is he in this scenario? He's a Dane. Talk to me like that. I'm not embarrassed at all anymore. Everything beyond this point is off limits. Hmm. What is Ares? Is that a summon? No, I think it's probably an accessory maybe? Uh -huh. No, it's not an accessory. We don't know it yet, but we just picked up the first in an extended side quest mission that we don't even know we have yet. Yep, we're going to we'll, be finding out about that next week, probably. I think so, and Trino will mm -hmm. learn about what the Ares is. But continuing to wander around, we find that old woman's farm. Mm-hmm, and she's moved. We can get to the chest now. This is so exciting. Oh. <gasps> oh, shit. I knew there was a reason. Sitting down. And now I take your shit, and it's an elixir. Hmm. Had you been here before? You're a strange girl. There's nothing to see here. It wasn't so a year ago, it was a beautiful farm. Now the farm's been destroyed and everyone's holed up underground. Don't you think Queen Brownie's policy changes are a bit drastic? 
Yes. Yes, I do, ma'am. I'll do my best to get you back your farm. You really are strange, you know that? I like that she watches me as I walk. They programmed that, you know? Uh -huh. That character is a farmer. Just wants to be a farmer. What was the deal with this? This is like the airship station tower. We quickly stop in and check on Morid. I love coffee. Ah, now I know what they use this place for. They use it as a beacon for the cargo ship. Ah, seems practical. Makes sense. Well, we did our duty. We, we got checked that, out the place we've been before. We got the treasure chest. We got one of the, them. From the, you know? Yeah. We start heading back towards the gate so we can try to get to Trino. We'll go to the other gate. This world map is cool. Mm-hmm. You might playing for a bit, I think I need some espresso. Maybe even a double. I'll give you one. Yeah. So I go brew some coffees for us. Oh, thank you. Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna wait here, because I feel like... Something's about something, to happen. There's just always stuff happening. It never stops happening. And there's always talking. There's a lot of talking. I, uh... I bet we'll be careful. We're hopping through a few screens of, like, rickety bridges and mm -hmm. walkways across ridge tops to get over to Trino. Ooh. Whoa. Whoa. That's quite a haul. That's a lot of money, princess. That. that chest had 1,610 gil in it. Quite a haul. Trino is only a short walk from this gate. Hey, we gotta lower the gate first. Show me a gate pass. Hey, will you lower the gate? Careful out there. You guys should fix the bridge. It's fucked up. Yeah. You have to jump over a chasm at one point. We're back on the world map, fighting our way again, still making our way just towards Trino. Mm-hmm. These scorpions should give up. Mm-hmm. Did it just become night? I think it did. Is there a day-night? I think there's a day-night! No, we're just approaching the city of Trino. And it's always night there. Always night. Just, it always rained at Burmesha. And it's always dark here. So there is a day-night system, and that system is that it's nighttime in Trino. <laughs> it, or, did you, or was that when you passed into this area? Here, I'll go this yeah, way. Yeah, go back and see. Uh, yeah, it brightened up. It brightened yeah. up. You walked into an area that's darker. Wait, wait. Oh! It's Mr. Ghost! Mr. Ghost! I hope. Oh my god, it looks like, well he's, I could really go for some ore. We have tons of it. We have 16 ore. Yeah, it's Ghost. Much appreciated. Please give my best regards to, what was it? Ladybug. Ladybug. I'm looking for Ladybug. Did we give our regards to you? Did we successfully give our regards to Mr. Ghost? I don't know if anyone here was there when we met Squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can't say for sure if we relayed the squirrel's message, but we did the next step in the magical mm -hmm. monster's quest, and that feels good. So it would be hilarious if we right meet here. back up with Zidane, and Zidane is like, Oh, by the way, if you ever run into a ghost, we did! He told us to <laughs> meet a ladybug! It's like, Man, shit, we got to supposed to, to tell Where him. was that? Let's see what's over here. Trino! Trino. The biggest little city. That's episode 13. I found that episode to be an inspiration, Jeff. I loved it. A complete inspiration. We're what? doing good work for the humankind. A lot happened. Our a lives lot. are adding up to a whole lot. <laughs> the depth of the meaning that we're putting into the world. 
This it, is it, it can't yeah. be fathomed. No, I'm. This is just like the first really nothing one we've had. I That's think not, you've said that already <laughs> know, about other one. episodes that we've done already this season. I I mean, nothing is the altar I worship at. So it's well, that, right. I'm being serious when I say it's inspiring. The, it's nothing uh, is the altar that I we, worship. We finally got to Trino. Yep. It's just kind of like an in in between section where you're traveling with Dagger and Steiner. Mm-hmm. I had forgotten about it kind of. It's got some nice screens in it that we like never go back to again. Yeah, I love you jump over that bridge. All the Southgate towns on both sides. Real nice places. Yep. Good bunt cake. Solid bunt cake in Southgate. <laughs> but yeah, next week you're gonna be trip you're gonna be touch mastering your way through Trino. Yeah, this game they actually put in a main story quest that requires you to play the card game. We're gonna meet Dr. Todd. Mm-hmm. Dr. Todd is a good character. Underused. Oh. Underused. Gargan Roo and stuff. Lots is gonna happen. Lots is Looks gonna happen. Looks like we happen. go in the kitchen. Which will be great. Are we gonna meet Vivi's grandfather? At some point, I think it is during a Trino sequence that we like leave Trino. Yeah, it's this one. Oh no, no, Zidane and Co. have to make it to Trino yeah, themselves. Before we're not. We do. I totally forgot. Vivi's I totally already. Forgot. I thought we were gonna catch up with Dagger and Trino. That's not what happens next week. No, uh, there's a lot of game. We're not. A lot of game. The in this card game. game quest doesn't happen next week. Mm-mm. Zidane has to get to Trino for mm-hmm. that to happen. We're just gonna play cards for fun. Okay. Um, Oh, I'm all messed up. Well, because there's also the uh, auction house here in Trino, but I don't think we'll get into that yet. No, no, no. It's a huge city. It's a cool place, yeah. Huge city. And that'll be next week. Mm Mm-hmm. Man, I love making this stupid show. Yeah, me too. It's it's really great. It's <laughs> really awesome. <laughs> oh, but before we go, let's check in with the Moogle Net and see if there are any letters for us. Yeah, let's call in our own personal Mog Delivery employee, Haley. Play the flute. Haley, come here. Come here. She's oh, already, there she she's is. already here today. She's right here. Oh, can we wait? I got it. Oh, you're adorable. I love you so much. Good girl. Thank you for the message. She's uh, willing to work today. I don't know. It's rare. She hates it. She's gone to the chair. (laughs) Okay. Today's message is from Liam Willis. If... Mog, quiet down. I'm about to read the message. Shush. Moogle, come here. Yes, move to the other couch. The message reads... If an audio-only Let's Play can work, maybe advertising a local business on an international podcast can work. So if you live within three miles of the city of Cambridge, UK, and have dirty windows, don't try to clean them yourself. (laughs) It's hard to do properly and dangerous if they're high up. Just Google LBW window cleaning and I'll come do it. I'll even give you a nice discount on the first clean if you quote NoCat in your message. If you live outside of the immediate vicinity of Cambridge, UK, I can still clean your windows and you can still get the discount, but flights, accommodation, and shipping for my equipment will have to be arranged on your end. P.S. Hi, Justin Whiteman. And that's from Liam Willis. That's I, awesome. And that's I the best love ad. That. I think that's my favorite ad. I got a request that if he, if you get anyone following up on that discount code, that you uh, let us know. Let us know. I want to yeah. know because seriously, <laughs> if you're in Cambridge or within the three mile vicinity, you have to patronize this. Like this is this has to work. And also, you know. Get your windows cleaned. And also, you if you live it. anywhere else, you could fly in a window cleaner on your dime, and it would be amazing. We would love that. 
Like, think, do it to make us laugh. <laughs> if you think about it, this is my favorite kind of ad that's read so maybe funny. we've ever done. I love that that's great. so much. So that's LBW window cleaning. Thank you for the message. Thank you, Liam. That's fucking hilarious. If you're interested in a Magnet message, they're just $25 a piece. Just email Haley at nocappodcast at gmail.com. We do payments through PayPal. They can say generally whatever you'd like us to say. Thank you so much to our Patreon supporters. Yes, Without thank you, you. We could not do the show. We, we wouldn't would be doing not this. do the show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but we and thank but you because it's so fun to do the yeah, show. It's, it's awesome. It's really made our lives surprising and incredible. And if you would like to support the show, head on over to patreon.com slash nocat that's where you can get our groundbreaking video version you can be on the front lines of the destruction of cinema as it all turns into youtube trash (laughs) here on patreon are we making content or are we making artwork it's hard to say is the content making us yeah that's the real question (laughs) whoa the circle is complete here, and no one can know about this. <laughs> Buy our shirts on Etsy and yeah, mug on over and stuff. To Etsy. It's a good way to support the show. Rate, Tell a friend. Rate, rate and review us. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts <laughs> or iTunes if you're feeling brave. If you're brave Going enough back to, in time. to do that. Go back in time to leave a review for us on iTunes. Tell your friends about the show. Mm-hmm. It's dessert time. And I'm looking at these Java chip flavor Oreos, but we've already had these as a dessert recently. Yeah, but this week what we're going to do is we're going to scrape all the Java chip flavoring out. And okay. we're going to set that aside for another recipe. <laughs> and what we're going to do is we're going to get our Jolly Rancher pate and spread it on the inside of the cookies and make a whole new cookie. Whoa. Making a pate. If you don't know how to make Jolly Rancher pate, click on this link right here in the corner to see my other video about Jolly Rancher pate. Otherwise, keep watching. Is that how it's done, everybody? Is that how we're supposed to do it? By like being like, what? Click on these other videos, and then. Uh, well, if you, you don't know. know what Jolly Rancher pate is, it's not my fault. It's yours for not having watched. Is this a real thing, video. or is no? This it's not. I don't know okay, what it good, is. Good. I, I was getting confused. <laughs> it's a Jolly Rancher pate for dessert. In a Think Oreo of it like cooking. the consistency of liver pate. But, but it tastes like Jolly Rancher. It tastes like Jolly Rancher and Oreo filling. Mm-hmm. Well, no, the Oreo filling's gone. Oh, right. We, we're not we're replacing that. We were reserving that for a separate recipe. Yeah. Are we going to use that later? Yes. In another video. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, maybe we'll save oh, there's clips. There's a Wu pizza cutter. How sharp is the world's sharpest pizza cutter? This guy looks like a Final Fantasy 16 NPC. Let's cut some shit up. First up, an overcooked thin crust cheese pizza. I mean, that is a nice looking pizza cutter. Yeah, it's that looks real. Kind of looks like a gear. Well, yeah, it's missing all that space in the middle that you'd have to clean off. Oh yeah. See, this is the kind of sauciness we needed. Yeah, to go that, the if that went through, you know what yeah, I mean? Th- yeah, that would just like put a deep dish through the thing, mm-hmm. so it cuts paper. What else can it cut? Potato, not. Not well, very, no, not a potato. Hit me with that burger. Ma- I think that's a Burger King burger. Is it a McDonald's burger? I don't think it's either. Oh, it's a big, it's not a, that's, that's a not weird a, That is Mac. not a big That was Mac. a quarter pounder, a double quarter pounder. It cuts a baguette. Wow. This is one of the more boring videos I've ever asked you to click on. He just cut wieners. <laughs> well, this is not very impressive. Well, I could have told you it wouldn't cut uh, that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Great. All right. All right, whatever.